Were you brought up in, in, in Motiatia and Waiata traditional um, composition? My master's and PhD degree was the, the compilation of Tuhue traditional Waiata. And the basis of that is very similar to what we've been talking about. Um, we grew up, all of us grew up in Ruatoki and watched, in my view, scholars on the marae, tribal scholars, delivering evidence, delivering uh, models of building knowledge, delivering the responsibility of what the future is, uh, aspirations, customs, and immediately after their quarter they would go, so these are these are and these things uh, we grew up listening to our people singing Professor Tayarahia Black is an educator, a teacher a PhD supervisor, and is largely involved in tribal affairs of his iwi, Ngai Tuhoi. Born in Fakatani, he moved back to the region after 26 years in Palmerston North at Massey University, where he started as a junior lecturer in 1981. Māori music will be celebrated around the country during August. Te Marama Puro Waiata Māori began in 2016. In this week's Tiahika, in the lead up to Māori Music Month, we discuss traditional Waiata and composition with Professor Black. Ea kumanu taki, ea kumanu taiko, nau piki mai ki tēnei o ngā hōtaka, i runga i te mahau o te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Ko Justine Murray tēnei. This is Te Ahika on RNZ National. Inside the Kōputu Kōrero at Tahirini Mukomid, the library at Te Whare Wānanga o Awanui Arangi in Whakatane, we sit down for a chat. Here he talks about his research into prolific composers. Three of the, the 19th century prophets are traditional waiata. The first one is called Katuau Kakori Kori. Um, uh, oh, it's in my paper. Oh, yes, that's right. It's, it's contained in my paper. Katuauga Kori Kori, he wrote that in 1866. Te Koti wrote that. The next one, uh, Waiata, that I will analyse and bring it into the relevance of today is um, Pine Pine Te Kura. That was written in 1887, but the origins of Pine Pine Te Kura came from Nati Kahunuru, Te Umuranga. Their Pine, their Pine Pine Te Kura. And the third one is this, Kaore Te Pō Nei Morikarika Noa. Now, in that waiata, uh, there's a line that says, Te Otahi ko Te Tiriti o Waitani. Yes. So there's a reference to the Treaty of Waitangi. 
these wayata are part of who we are and what we are. I remember meeting with Nareta Timutimu and others, and uh, there's a group of rangatahi, tamapahore, whakapapa, compiling and collecting naiterani uh, wayata. Wayata is about the teaching and learning aspect that contains uh, three key points. The experience, the knowledge, and the scholarship. And they inspire us. And these wayata all have, they're relevant. They have facts. They have ideas. And they are evidence of the representation, the manifestation of that particular community. In terms of uh, just how useful is wayata, yes, wayata can be used, traditional wayata can be used as evidence against what the colonial government did to Māori. And, and these are the compositions by Te Koti Arikirangi Te Turuki. Um, uh, in my involvement with the work up at Mangapohatu, the statutory pardon, Rua Kenana uh, uh, wrote two songs uh, when he was incarcerated in 1916 after the siege of Mangapohatu. And the first wayata he wrote was Moehuri Huri. And there was his wayata that he dedicated to one of his wives. The second wayata that he wrote was the one that really pushed hard the pardon on what happened at Mangapohatu. And the, uh, the line goes, Kaori te whakama te kau. Now, these two wayata were given to me in 1979. I, I, I was collecting them as part of the master's thesis then. Um, and then I was in Waimana, and this crow came up and said to me, uh, his name was Joe De Maipi from Piripari Marae, Tamakai Mon. He gave me a bit of paper with these words on there. And I went up to see two of my uncles uh, at Rarua, Tawanui. Uh, and uh, one at Matahi. And I says, what, are they, what do these wayata mean? You know? uh, moe huri huri and kaore te whakama te tauta fiukau. And um, we both all, they looked at it and they said to me, there's a kuia down at Matahi Marae. Yeah? And this is 1979 we're talking about. They're talking about that time or time before? Like, oh, they were talking about, she was a young girl at Mangapohatu. She was 14 years old right. when the siege of Maunapohatu happened and the police raided Maunapohatu and shot two of the people up there, right? And this woman, her name, her kuia, this kuia, her name was Te Puhi Materua Tatu. Now, that's the kuia that in Vincent Ward's film Reign of the Children, that he used the narrative saying, the kuia had a makatu. Makutu on her. And that came across all the time. Uh, one of the things that I've done, and when I compiled that wayata, I did a lot of research on it and found there was a lot of evidence in there of what had happened at Mangapuat. And we were able to take that evidence and translate it into concrete evidence supported by some of the publications, two or three publications by Tomairangi Otearoha. Uh, um, Judith Binney, 
the, the very good historian. Yeah. So, waiata, or not just waiata, they can be used as uh, evidence, evidence of circumstances that affected Māori. I was at a wānana in Murupara, and someone asked me for the for the recordings. I said yes. So we do have recordings um, because I recorded her talking about the waiata, and I also recorded two or three people in Ruatahuna in the early 18s uh, singing those waiata. And so they become they're actually part of my doctorate thesis. Uh, yeah, so have I composed Waiata? Yes. yes. Of course you have. Of course you have. <laughs> um, haka, whakaeke, poi, for uh, when we were living in Palmerston North, um, I composed Patere for um, Kapahaka for, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've done a few little bits and pieces. Tayara here has composed songs alongside singer and actor Firimako Black. Firimako has released eight albums, most of which are in Te Reo Māori. In 2006, she was made a member of the New Zealand Order of Merit for her contribution to Māori music. We always collaborate. Yes, you always we collaborate, continue. Yes. We continue to collaborate. Um, and every opportunity that we get, we will talk about waiata, but... But um, she's able to take it to the next level, you know. And I think her waiata, that will never end. We've got to keep using that waiata. Music Month is about celebrating young Māori musicians coming through the industry. I talked about the relevance of the Whakatauaki Kapruteruha Kahao Terangatahi as a reference point for succession planning. I think the aspirations around that Whakatauaki is very, very relevant to all of us here. Because when you talk about aspirations, you are talking about how a community wants to represent themselves and enable them to do something themselves. The other important point is, and we mentioned it before, Justin, it's, it's a knowledge source. It's a creative knowledge source. So what's happening in Whangaparawa, Te Tairawhiti, is quite different from what's happening in Taurana, where Te Whakatauake, or quite different from where I come from, in Ruatoki. So it's interconnecting. Those are the sources that it does. It, it interconnects that generation and that generation. 
everyone, when we were at school at St. Stephen's, we all wanted to dance. We all wanted to mirakakau. We all wanted to do the things that Tamahai and Rewi, Pani and others. And we could reflect now, yes, those were the community aspects of what it was like in Whangaparawa. And so those community aspects now are a little bit different because we've got all sorts of technology that give us more opportunities, but the, the essence remains the same, and that is to continue to meet the aspirations of our communities to engage with our knowledge sources. Now, when you have an engagement with your aspirations, then the next point to that is values. uh, This is about traditions, Mm. this is about customs, and this is about wisdom. All of these whakatauaki pepeha have those key points, traditions, customs, and wisdom. I was very uh, interested. We had our noho marae for our master's and PhD students, I think in February of this year. One of the the PhD candidates who came to the noho noho was the Honorable Judge um, Karen Fox, okay? And Karen and I talked together about the structure and the development of her proposed plan and thesis. And then she showed me this publication, a law journal. It was a blue-coloured one. It's called Tuhono Hono. And I'll send you the website to that. And there she is. She's written a chapter in that law publication stating quite clearly, Whakatauaki Pepeha Motiatea is Māori customary knowledge. There you are. It's, it's the values. It's the customs. It's a sense of wisdom. In my role here at Awanui Arangi, I supervise masters and doctorate students. And they're very good. They are very good. And in Chapter 1, uh, for any thesis, right across the globe, um, your Chapter 1 is about you. And that's why I said to you earlier on, start talking about how good you are. Because <laughs> <laughs> in Chapter 1, the researcher has to put themselves, the researcher, into the research. You don't go and write about someone else in Chapter 1. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't fit, does it? Yeah. You don't pull out a whole lot of names and start talking about them because you, the researcher, have to integrate yourself so your readership is able to look at your chapter one and go, ah, this person's using a whakatauaki, a pepeha, mm. a kōrero. And so... Um, it has its many uh, I have a template here where I sit down with the students and I says, have a look at this template. This is for masters. And these are for masters writing kiroto i te reo and masters and PhDs kiroto i te reo pākehā. Now, the thing about our nuiārani which is unique, is that we can develop our own philosophy of defining what the template is to fit the philosophy of what our Nuiarani represents. So, for instance, in taking the first whakatauaki, if someone wants to walk through the door and say, hey, you know, hey, I'm from Whangaparawa, my tawhiti, 
And I would go, yes, and then we would sit down and plan the subject area, the discipline, the readings. And then I would say, okay, in chapter one, tell me who you are. Well, how am I going to do that? Well, you just told me you come from Whangaparawa. So potentially, could well be the opening uh, narrative for a chapter, for chapter one, and your master's and your doctorate degree. Or it could potentially be just standing up to do a kōrero, or it could be just, where are you from? Uh, ah, I know where you're from. So all of those things impact on us. So with these whakatauwaki, when we talk about them in action, like not necessarily a body of knowledge, which they are, which I've talked about, but in action in today's landscape, we, how do you think that fits? Um, yes, we need to move. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. But rangatahi, if you can take that, the, the philosophy of this, yes. We were all uh, rangatahi at one stage, né? and we did rangatahi things <laughs> without going into the details. <laughs> of that time, but we, yes. there's a part in our lives when we start to grow up. Mm-hmm. So that could be the part of kapu teruha. I had someone sent me an email today and said to me, hey, um, by the time I got to the fifth form, I realized I wanted to come to the Wananao, to the university. So there you are. That's a good example of someone says, okay, I've gone past my teenage yes, time now. Yes. I now want to think about yes. what my future might be. Yeah. Now, how do you make it kapu teruha? You really have to go and talk to the people who are a lot older than you. Mm. And, you know, you really have to humble yourself and listen to these people and engage with them. Because, you know, our parents and our grandparents and great-grandparents and uncles and aunties have got a, a whole lifetime of experience. And so the putaruha bit is not, it doesn't necessarily for me say, okay, you're too old now, hi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the other point is, the main point I think it says, okay, there's a source of knowledge here what can we do here? You know? And that's planning? what we have to Is do. That's what we have to do. Yeah. Um, uh, I, think, I think you can translate and take that whakatauaki uh, into everyday life. Um, okay. e- even at my age, I can be a rangatai, you know, mm. because I can, I can do, still do rangatai things. <laughs> um, so I think we've got to be engaging in both sort of philosophies it's a little bit like what you said to me. You know, I need to um, do something. And I said, yes, we all need to reinvent ourselves. Mm. And that's what Pūteruha is. Um, my suggestion would be, in my own thinking, is that don't wait until the Pūteruha arrives. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if Pūteruha arrives to you as an individual, she's going to be hired at <laughs> And particularly for people like me, I have no, uh, I can't be Pūteruha. Because as soon as I finish with you here, 
I've got people sitting in front of me saying, how do I do this? How do yes. I write this? At 10.30, yes. I've got a, a graphic artist from Rotorua arriving okay. to see me, and she wants to do her, her, her PhD, and she's a graphic artist. So guess what I've been doing? Uh, I've been reading up on this type of thing called graphic artist so I can support her uh, in her development. I don't want her to go away and say, goodness gracious me, he's pooed to do how that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's something. I mean, you know, people who milk cows, people who shoe horses, people who do fencing. I've got a cousin in Ruatoki. You know, uh, we drive over to Ahui in Rotorua. Uh, we've been working on the Iharaira Mangapohatu case, and we had the put the pardon through last year. Yes. It was very good. Yes. And he tells me all about fencing. And this guy is, what, 70? And the way he described putting the staples into the wire was, you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's an intellect about what he was doing. And then he said to me, hey, uh, tight, you know, I took a couple of those uh, nephews from home and we put a fence line up, a chain, uh, you know. On a particular boundary of Fenway? Yes, on, the, on the on sort of uh, no land. Oh, yeah. yep. And then I walked him through the chain. I said, this is the line and this is where you can start digging. As soon as the spade started hitting the rocks down the bottom, the rangatahi stopped. And then they looked at the at the ruha koro, and he says, what's wrong? He says, oh, there's rocks here. If you go behind my truck, there's a pick there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, the, the rangatahi might well be saying, well, I hope these rocks evaporate. What do we do now sort of attitude? Yeah. Or, you know, there's rocks here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a pick behind the truck. Go and get it and go for it. Yeah. <laughs> These are all um, the, the new uh, adaptations. Mm, adaptations. Ad- adapting the, the nuance of what a whakatauaki is. So you've got your aspirations, you've got your values, and it's about creating whakatauaki uh, to become a teaching and learning tool. Kia ora, Professor Tayarehia Black, who will feature in upcoming episodes of Tiahika. He mihi tēnei kia koe e te rangatira ko tukuna mai o kōrero he pāna ki te kaupapa nei. That's Te Ahikā for another week. Me huri mai o koutou tāringa a te wiki e tū mai nei. Hei kōna mai.
Ta 